0: But at, but at the same time, but at the same time, I'm going to make this very clear. I've been waiting for a
1: long time, waiting all week. But we all have Valdosta state ties, which is the reason why we decided to get this podcast a try. Cairo, Cairo, yeah. yes, we, we all say
2: New that. I, New Champions. Jersey, this is Titletown. We win championships. The fire in my loins. That'll be <laughs> later on in the podcast, Thanks. folks. I can't wait. He made a promise to God. He said,
0: you allow 28 points against a team that was essentially playing like a lucky person, playing mad and going for two after every touchdown.
2: And I thank God has given him his end of the bar. <laughs> the gigantic
0: so, metaphorical middle finger. The, the dirty myrtle is exactly how it sounds. And this is the Inferno Blazer Sports Show.
2: What's up, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Inferno Blazer Sports Show. This is the last episode of the semester. My name is Kyle Hawthorne. Rounding out the table, we got the voice of VSU basketball on the road, Mr. Jack Calhoun. How you doing today, Jack? Oh, no place I'd rather be. Go Blazers. Oh, yeah, definitely. Across the table from him, Jalen Scott, the PA announcer for VSU volleyball. How you doing, Jalen? Doing good, man. And like Jack said, no place I'd rather be. Ain't that the truth? Go Blazers too, right? Yep. Yes, sir. Okay, that's yep. sure. Cross from me. The Enforcer, Mr.
3: Chris Mercer. How you doing uh, today, man? What's the deal? Pickles is everything kosher. What's going on? Okay. You, yeah. Why are you got to start with I, some I, weird I, I, stuff? I don't know <laughs> what that is. <was, laughs> 30 seconds in. Bro, you ever heard, come heard with of pic, uh, kosher pickles? Yeah, yeah. We're not talking about... You, you, that
1: was, the, it was We're a, all it, having professional... Shout out to Huggy Lumbdown, one of my we got professionals around the table and yeah. Yeah. Chris yeah. like, you want to talk about <laughs> some kosher pickles? You want to talk about some pickles? You said
3: you were episode, Jack helen Yes. What do you mean it's a profession? Anyway, anyway we have a very very special guest in yep, the cut that's today. right
2: right next to me we got the rookie Adam Black of Blazer Sports Media. How are you doing today, Adam?
4: I am doing great. So I pleased to be on this podcast for a lot, but I'm glad to be here.
3: Yeah, welcome to the chaos. <laughs> yeah,
4: this is this, this is, is the chaos.
3: utter insanity. Yeah, yeah we, we, are, we are back, man. We we got a lot to discuss, man. And we got a lot. A,
0: Especially in such short time,
3: too, because our last episode was recorded up
0: really last, was, week. Uh, I mean, last, week, last yeah. week. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. we
2: talked about that big packed out weekend, and it did not disappoint.
3: Yeah, no. but uh disappointing is definitely the name on the marquee right we're, now let's first
0: let's first get to something on a bit more positive note let's talk some basketball that happened over this past weekend so blazer basketball lady blazers and men blazers took on two gsc opponents on friday and sunday delta state and mississippi college over the weekend lady Blazers swept the weekend series winning against both delta state and mississippi college by 20 points plus uh 77 57 against delta state and 77 77- Forty-four against Mississippi College. Some really great games there for the Lady Blazers. Um, Jack, you got the stat sheets right there. Um, yeah, yeah,
1: and I and obviously I may sound a little biased considering that I, I travel with with the the ladies and I you know commentate them. But I w- I want to give a shout out to uh, Emma Martin, the guard. I mean, she went four of eight from three. I mean, I think you can all agree with me here. If you're shooting more than forty percent from three, I mean you're you're gonna you're gonna do very well. You're gonna win a lot yeah, of games. I mean that's that's Steph Curry numbers there, really. Definitely. Um, I mean Victoria, you know, getting down there on the board, getting a couple boards as well. Um, I, I gotta commend Lily Long. She's getting five rebounds as well. I mean that's uh, yeah, it's it's great, especially in twenty minutes of play. But um, you, you love to see them get a you know a commanding uh, victory. I mean you know in the first quarter alone, Valdosta State outscored Delta State uh, twenty-three to five. And then when you look at Mississippi College uh, on Sunday, they they still they you know they they outscored them twenty three to nine as well. I mean, Coach Coach D is really working with them in terms of scoring and whatnot, and they're really making a good push to really contend for the Gulf South conferences this season. I really believe they have a chance to. Yeah. And yeah, we
0: yeah I think we could definitely agree with that. Now now we're gonna go to because Adam, Chris, and I were at that game. We were all working camera that game so we're gonna start with Adam here um, what which camera were you working in that one was that camera three um, or four?
4: I was five actually. You
0: were five. That's yes, right. Yes. Oh, you were five for the Mississippi College game. So right. you were you were oh, no, Yeah, I was six on Delta State. Yeah, for yep, six for right. Delta State. So so we're gonna talk the Delta State game first, and we're we're kind of we're kind of gonna go the three of us here. Adam, what did you see out of the Blazers? Well, honestly, Lady Blazers that game.
1: I
4: think both games. One of the big things I noticed is uh, Victoria Canasio down low in the paint. Just she played a she, great game. She does. She she plays yeah, great down low. Like lower. I remember. I remember she she put she put a great move on there to um get a nice bucket and we were always going on heads it's going Mm -hmm. whoa did you see that like it was she she's played amazing like you said uh emma martin uh 50 from from the three-point line uh against delta state you know they're this women's team other thing i noticed um the whole team gets rotated in and they can all make buckets, right? They all they, right. playmakers on the bench and in the, the starting five. So, you know, like coach said, in am ever the interview after the game. I believe it was the Mississippi, uh, Mississippi game. Actually, she said um, every player on this roster can play. Right. And they can when they're on the floor. Nothing, you know, nothing's going to bad going to happen against with, you know, whoever you're going against, whoever you put in the game.
0: And this is also considering they're down three players to my. Yeah. yeah to my Francis, Francis is Khalifa Ford course. and India and India. They're okay. down three.
3: And, and they're still able to dominate conference play, that's that's a huge deal. Yeah, when they're able to download uh really dominate in the paint like they were when Aisha Curry, especially in um the Mississippi College game. Like you were seeing how much they, uh, Mississippi had a tough time dealing with both Incacian and uh, Curry in the pain. And, and it was truly the difference in that game. And when they were double teaming her, they were able to, you know, get out to the three point man and able to make their shots.
1: And I also want to commend them as well uh, for the Lady Blazers shooting 50% from the field. I mean, that's, it, it's hard to lose a basketball game when you're making. Every other shot. I mean, it's oh, really definitely. hard. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
3: you're doing sure. something right in all yeah. regards. But also for the men's side, though, um, and then Mrs. and the Delta State game, and this was something that I noticed. There were uh, particular hecklers on. My side of the court because I was working camera too. That's because all the
1: haters yeah, are coming yeah. after you, Chris. That's all of- <laughs> we, we can hear. <laughs> no. your we can hear it
3: through your headset. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like they could hear it through my headsets. And there are so many work lore stories that we'll probably get into, especially with that football game, but we'll talk about that. Oh, the in whole th- that's mm, that whole know. day. There's a, but, there's a lot but, of um, happened. A lot of first for the, Del- for the um, Delta State game to be more specific. It's just like the hecklers were just getting at. um you're really getting at uh, Delta state and just number three in particular on um, Delta state. And I wish I can pull up this really quickly, but my eyes are deceiving me. He just, it felt like he was using that as momentum as Valdosta was really outplayed in that game. And it felt like they, they had a 10 point lead at one point in there and, it just felt like they were losing that grip and when delta state got hot they got hot and they were making them in bunches and that was the reason why that game was just as close and they had that game won but delta state just came storming back in that second half and and to yeah. escape and
1: if, i was gonna say if i remember correctly that's the first time i've uh lost to delta state here in valdosta oh my gosh probably 10 plus years right around that like eight to
0: ten years i Some i can't me- i can't remember what specifically it was it was one of the um like the blazer trivia thing that they now do for the basketball games, which I think is pretty neat, but it was around eight to like Jack said, around eight to 10 years since Delta state has beaten VSU at the complex.
3: Yeah. And also for the name of number three for Delta state, Chris, Uh, Terrell was his name. In 37 minutes, he had 30 points, eight of 10 from three. Wow. Yeah. He was was on fire. I mean, they were heckling him so much in that second half. I mean, he was cooking in that second half. And I think he was the big part of why they were able to escape with the win. But um, on Sunday, you definitely could see that this team um, definitely learned from their mistakes in there. Um, But Braxton Williams uh, had 30 in the in the win yesterday, uh, on Sunday, along with him going six eight from the free throw line and eleven for fifteen overall. Um he was the huge, huge spark for the Blazers. And he was put into the starting lineup and he definitely made uh, all um, definitely um, was worth every minute of his 28 minutes out on the floor. He definitely just played well. It was a huge reason why they were able to win because they were struggling from the free throw line in that game. And they were, yep. Yeah, They at one point they were like, what, 10 to 21 at uh, some points around, in the second half? It, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, frank, but
0: frankly, honestly, for Braxton Williams, I believe at the end of the first half he had 15 points, so he was the Blazers' leading scorer through that um, first half, but that first half was probably the roughest this team has looked starting out a yeah. first half. Now, yeah, now you I'm, awesome. I'm not I'm not criticizing I am absolutely not criticizing team when I say this, but they have. But the men Blazers team, we saw this a lot last year, how they started really slow. They started on not such a good run. They're still like they're still trying like they're still trying to work out kinks in their system. And, and it's a good system. Coach Helfer is a really good system with with the players, especially with all the transfers he's got this yeah. year. Um, it works. But it's but it usually goes off to a slow start and then it starts ramping up and it starts building on itself as you go out as you progress through the game. So a- again, like I said, we were down sixteen
1: yeah.
0: two to start off the yeah. first gonna, half and then we <laughs> yeah. eventually came back I, to win it 77-69. I, I
1: was gonna say and and I was there on the call when the Valdosta State played Lee a few weeks ago. Uh, that that happened in Lee game as well. They got down six to, sixteen to four and and they just they they couldn't play catch up enough. I mean they got down early. Um, uh, you know the GA uh, David Peck, he told me he's like basketball is a game of runs, and sometimes you get them, sometimes you just don't.
4: Yeah the uh, the, the biggest thing at the beginning of that uh, Mississippi College game was the, one they weren't getting rebounds, and two they weren't knocking what knocking on free throws. I mean, there was multiple possessions where uh, Mississippi College is getting off three, four shots, right? And you can't have you, you that. Ha- yeah. You can't have that. You gotta, you winning, gotta get your defensive yeah. rebounds, and then of course you gotta take advantage at the free throw line, like especially you know in the what early second half like it was really it was a really close game and you got to have you know especially in clutch time got to have those free throws
0: yeah and yeah and speaking speaking of those free throws mississippi college went 18 for 22 Valdosta state went 21 for 35 now another thing to note here we ended up getting most of our free throws when mississippi college fouled us into double bonus with 9 16 left to go in the second half that is a yeah. lot of time For for even the smallest infractions to be called. And all of a sudden you're at the line shooting, too.
3: Yeah. And the reason why Braxton was really able to um, to dominate as he was, he was able to drive because they know that they were in the bonus and they couldn't risk getting into foul trouble. So that was a huge point of emphasis in that second half um let us uh move over to football and i know kyle has been waiting well, to analyze this well actually well, actually real if quick though before, before yeah on yeah before
0: hour. before we go to kyle though for our lady blazers and, and our men blazers both teams are going to be on the road to Carrollton, georgia to play west georgia on the seventh for that red clay rivalry series it's going to be a fun one yes, it will. um yeah and then they stay on the road for a tennessee weekend series at christian brothers in memphis on the 15th and at union in jackson Tennessee on the 17th. Jack. You're gonna be on the call for those games. I will games. be on
1: the call for all three. I actually so that, just got our uh, text for meal plans and whatnot today. Exactly. So So, we'll if, you,
0: so if you can, if you can't get on the radio call, take a lit, take a listen, take a listen to Jack. He would most certainly appreciate it. We always support. Our, we all support our hosts
3: here. We hope you have a great broadcast. Thank you. Absolutely. Speaking of Jack, um, we getting ready to go into football, and I would be remiss not to say that you were color commentary for this playoff game this past weekend so first of all congratulations thank you that sir. is oh, yeah. huge, you know huge for you and i wish it was a, a better game for our blazers i, th- as I think that state does too <laughs> <laughs> yeah 30 35 to 7 the final vsh knocked man. out at a playoff um still a, a great year but man it was True, the, it felt like Valdosta was just exposed oh, in yeah. the elements, and yeah. we will talk about the elements because let me tell yeah. you, whoo, the the <laughs> rain was falling rust, before, exactly. during, and after, and it rust, was a downpour. At yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Kyle, go forth, man. Yeah,
2: amongst all the rain and the dreariness, we're we're done in the quarterfinals. I mean, we, I think everybody in this room that was on the show last week we all kind of really overlooked Lenore Ryan. yeah. And I did I did too. I, I really did overlook them because we were sitting there saying, who are we facing in the semifinals? Where are we going? And, you know, th- I believe the team did a little bit too, but, you know, the rain definitely had something to do with it. I mean, the issue is a pass-first offense. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they just really couldn't pass effectively because oh, of the rain, and they exactly. just didn't have the run game. Yeah. Um, I mean – We have always been a kind of an air raid offense, but you think about two years ago, I mean, we were the air raid offense with all those passing yards, but we also had three players over a 1,000 yards. And you really just cannot win a championship if you are only one-dimensional or two-dimensional, something like that. You can't just have the defense and the passing game. You've got to have the defense, the passing game, and the run game, and we just did not have that. We had the whole running back by committee with multiple players going out there, and you really never knew who was going to be on the field. Yeah, yeah, between Flowers and Chaney. Exactly.
1: Well, I'll say with that as well, I mean, Lenore Ryan proved that, you know, you don't have to have a pass-first offense to win and dominate. I mean – They came out there and they had a running back by committee and they they ran all over the Blazers. Yeah,
2: 307 yards rushing for Lenore Ryan as a team.
1: I mean, that proves that, you know, as the long adage says, you know, if you can run the ball with success, if you can find more yards of play, I mean, you're you're unstoppable. I mean, Lenore Ryan proved that. I mean, I feel like the rain did not help Faldosta State, obviously, Mm. because, I mean, it made it harder for the ball to get gripped. I mean, obviously, with all the fumbles and turnovers that, you know, each side had, but. I mean, at the end of the day, Lenore Ryan played old fashioned football and that's what won, and that's part of the reason why they're going to the semifinals. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, when exactly. Sammy
3: is going fourteen for thirty-five in a game and under fifty percent in terms of completions, yeah, it's gonna be a long day. And exactly. that second quarter was the true turning point. Yeah. And we yeah. were working in the studio and I mean in the in the booth and I couldn't it all, believe it. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah, that big
2: moment for me really was after scoring the first touchdown of the game in the second quarter the bears blocked the blazer punts setting them up on the VSU 17 yard line, they score. And in my eyes, the game was decided there mainly because of momentum. Mm-hmm. And I remember I turned to Chris and, um, and Taylor, our GA in the booth. I was like, this game is over. This yeah. game is over. The momentum is too much. And in reality, it was a little bit more of a flip than what I really saw in kind of like the pregame time, you know, yeah. Warming up, I really saw that VSU was really hyped up, and they was really hyped up to play. And it looked like L- Lenore Ryan was kind of just there, yeah, but when it came time right. to play, they came out and they played ferociously, yeah. and they mm-hmm. beat our. A-s. Yeah, they beat our.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And especially their defensive tackle, because Sammy was trying to roll away from the pressure, and after that fourteen nothing hole, and he was able to catch the interception, yeah. and you could see it that was my moment for me where I was like, yeah, when, when your de- when their their defensive tackle is able to make catches before our wide receivers can, we are in exactly. a load yeah. of trouble. Yes. So exactly. that Obviously. was huge, but it's yeah. just, uh, Jack, yeah. uh, do you want to say something? Yeah. No, 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 <laughs> yeah. I was just, I was just stunned at the way that this team looked, especially exactly. in the elements and in the rain. And, you know, we can't use that as an excuse. You yeah. know, they had to play in it too, yep. and they played it well. And yeah, just, being, not being no, able to run the football all year and hurt really, the, the offensive time. play
2: calling was just—it was a little, a too little conservative. a little, su- yeah. a little yeah. suspect. Like, kind of Obviously, back you to have to adjust a, a
3: little
4: bit, yeah, yeah, due yeah, to course, the rain. Yeah. But that was, yeah, like you said, a little too conservative. Yeah, it's just. Like, Obviously, that's been the whole story: is the heavy, heavy downpour and taking away that, um, essentially taking away the B.K. Smith and uh, Semi Edwards connection, which has really been the driving for this offense the entire season. Exactly, not having that.
2: And you know, I mean, we barely, barely escaped last last round with Delta State. I mean, you know, it was a good win; it was something very memorable. But at the end of the day, if you're really just scraping by in the early rounds then you're not really going to do much in the later rounds. It's for the not, most it's part, not right? sustainable. Exactly. Like yeah, you, exactly. you can
0: use that. You could, you could use that as momentum, but it's not a very stable source. That's not something you can realistically build upon as you're driving force exactly. for the next couple rounds of we, of we just barely scrape by the team that we just barely scraped by the team that we won 62 to 41 against, or that we won by one possession that we beat the, um, the same team that we shared the conference with, yeah. and then to go on to the and then to go on to the next round, that kind of momentum is and, not and sustainable. You know, like,
2: At least I think. Kind of avenging that loss with Delta State, it was very, very bad for this team, I believe, just because it was like, hey, we got them back. We're the GSC champions now because right. we beat them yeah. when it mattered, and you know, they think they think they're hot stuff. Yeah. And then they just get beaten the next round in the quarterfinals against what I've been calling is the definition of a D2 school.
3: Yeah. 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 I, I will say this though but the, the big point in this game was truly the rain and as people as all of us that had were all out there for this game and whether working behind in the camera or in the booth. Oh man, it was that, miserable. Yeah. That is one Awful. of the one of the worst rain games. I going to say I shout out going to say
1: shout out to Jamie for the plexiglass really saved our notes. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> shout out like,
3: to Shout out to Jamie and Shout and out to me. I put that up. Yeah, yeah. yeah shout right. out to Kyle and all of <laughs> us, you know, Blazers sports media that do some great work during the football season and all that, you know, set up for football into the wee hours of the morning of game days every single oh, yeah. week for every home game. So yeah. they much love to all of them. But also, man. I
1: got I to gotta put this out there. I don't think I share this in the group chat or not, but it's the first broadcast in the dozens of broadcasts I've ever done with Jamie that he didn't have a note of me saying I sound like a homer. First time. So <laughs> nice. we'll take Fun. it. Yeah. We'll take it. Well,
2: all I really say about this is blazer football finishes the season 12 and two the same, actually the same record we had in 2021, but um, it was a huge turnaround from the five and six season oh, yeah. they had yeah. last year, you know, to come out here and I won't comment on the teams they played. Cause you know, I believe our strength of schedule was a little bit weaker this time around, but you know, Twelve and two is twelve and two. Exactly. Yeah. It was a because last year, yeah. It very well may have saved Coach Jackson's job. You know, I, I, by no means was I think he was going to get fired if they didn't have a good season this yeah,
0: year. And you, and you even said you even said it yourself. It's literally in our intro. If you go back to yeah. our intro, you say yeah. this is title Town, we win championships or you get out of town. Exactly.
2: Yeah. And I, I <laughs> Jalen, I really wish you had left in that last part of that because it's this is title Town. It is. But mm-hmm. if you don't win, you go home. Yeah. yeah, we win
4: championships here, or you leave. Exactly. I actually yeah. remember Coach Jackson. I came here on a on a junior day visit a couple years ago, and I actually remember Coach Jackson, you know, saying that in the gym. He has the whole presentation about beating West Georgia and winning championships oh, yeah. and all that. But it's it's, yeah. it's funny. It's funny.
2: I I remember those days, uh, the recruiting trails, sending yeah. out all the pictures of the rings and yeah, all that good stuff. But um, listen, the season's over. I feel bad for the players, really, especially for the seniors, because I know what it's like to end a season when you really don't think you're going to. Um, I believe there was always a chance for us to lose in the semifinals. Personally, that's what I thought mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. that we'll probably beat this, win the semifinal round and lose in the championship to Colorado Mines, but there's still a real possibility that we lose in the semifinals. Nobody thought we was going to lose to Lenore Ryan. The players probably didn't either, and they was probably in practice this week saying, hey, at the very least, we got one more week because i've been in that situation i remember my junior year of high school we come in first round of the playoffs against a team and you know we was like hey we're going on the road next week we're going to lose that game but at least we got one more week with the guys and it just didn't work out that way and it just got stripped away so fast so yeah i know what it feels like for the players and Mm -hmm. I, i really do hurt for them but um as a person that used to be involved with the football program i'm going to be very honest with you gentlemen um certain people within that program, they deserve this loss just because of really how I know them and how my history with them. I'm, I'm happy this happened to them. I hope this is an eye-opening opportunity for them to realize that you can't have a bully culture and have just a bad culture and expect to win games. I was actually speaking to an anonymous source. I believe it was Friday night. And um, and that source is not in this room, and I, I won't disclose his name. Mm. But um, he basically just gave some insight to the team chemistry, or lack thereof, of the football team. And basically what he told me was, we had a bunch of Division One transfers come in. And we had a lot of talent on this team. This was probably one of the most talented Blazer teams that we've had in a very, very long time. Mm. But they did not have the team chemistry to win a championship
3: yeah and then relying on talent can only take you so far exactly, exactly. like yeah. the pittsburgh steelers could tell you a thing about that exactly have,
2: arizona, don't get me started but when you have you lose the arizona when you have a certain um position group and again i will not say that when when you say that an entire position group is planning on transferring out at the end of the year that is not good that is not good yeah, for the program. That is not good just, for the university at all. But with that said, I had to make my peace with that. We're going to go to a break, and then we'll get into some Division One football talk. This has been the Blazer Sports Show,
0: the Inferno Blazer Sports Show. That thing, exactly. But at, but at the same time, but at the same time, I'm going to make this very clear. If you're not tuning into the Inferno, you're missing out on a fun time. Based in the heart of Town, USA in Valdosta, Georgia, four Valdosta State students come together to discuss blazer athletics and other topics in and out of the sports realm. Catch me, Chris, Kyle, and Jack on all of the platforms that The Inferno is streaming on. And be sure to check out our Instagram at The Inferno B-S-S. Again, that is at The Inferno B-S-S. And now, back to the show.
3: ho, 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 ho. Y'all thought he was going to get out of this video, get out of this podcast, and not subscribe? Hit the subscribe button. And hey, Uncle C told you to subscribe. Subscribe. Subscribe! Welcome back to this uh train wreck of a show called The Inferno. You sure you're not uh, the train wreck with that intro? No, no, that would be Ohio State. But um we'll let's, we're, speaking we're, of college football to to division one, uh the college football playoff is officially signed, sealed, and delivered. We know the four teams that will be fighting for a national title under this format for the final time in 2023 before it expands next Good. year. Number one is the Michigan Wolverines with an impressive conference championship win over Iowa and a shutout. Um, they will also be joined by Washington, who was number two. Number three is Texas. And number four, controversially, wrongfully, correct, the Alabama Crimson Tide. Now, how did we get here? Michigan won their conference game, as we mentioned before, and they are unbeaten. They were going to get in the number one because Bama Mm -hmm. uh, beat Georgia. Yeah, that makes sense. That that makes sense, right? Then Washington, they beat Oregon in the final Pac 12 game. um, Pac 12 championship. Before before they become the the Pac 2. Yeah. (laughs) And then Texas, although they have one loss, they won their conference game, uh, their conference championship game. But Alabama gets in. Um, even though they have their one loss and they did beat Georgia, however, true. it does leave out the one team that we have avoided for a second. And you're like, "Well, where is Florida State?" And why out of the playoff? Yeah, they game are game. out. <laughs> they are the first and only undefeated conference champion to not make the college football That's actually playoff. not true. The the first power five. The teams that matter, yes. essentially. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the last unbeaten... um was UCF, to, UCF. I believe it was 20... Seven. 17, yeah, 17, yeah, 2017. Yeah, 2017. Yeah, was... they, they claimed that Zero. title.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, it's the year Alabama also undeservingly
3: got in the playoff. Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, didn't Bama go win the title? They did, next year, they did. So. They yep. made it the most of their uh, yeah. opportunities. Yeah, and... So, as one man put it, someone's we gotta start somewhere with this. Um yep. we know that Florida State got oh, screwed Oh, they got out. screwed Absolutely. Absolutely. The, they, uh, they got screwed. So, but, so, but man, well, man, so who uh, wants to start oh, in oh, there? I rant? would love to start. All right, Jack, go right ahead. You're leading off.
1: All right, so I would just like to point out uh obviously I, I need to preface this because I know people are gonna be like, oh, you sound biased when I say this. I am a Georgia Bulldogs fan in heart, yes. Okay, I don't like Alabama, yes. But this is strictly from a unbiased standpoint. This is looking at how the committee should view everything. First off, this is not a playoff. This is an invitational. Even though it's going to 12 teams, it's still an invitational. If they're going to have a playoffs, what they need to do is do one of the few things the NFL does right, have standards, have divisions or conferences, however you want to call them, and if you do this and you meet this criteria, you make it. None of this voting, so that way that this exact situation doesn't happen forward is what it is. Second off, Michigan and Washington absolutely deserve to be there. They won all their games and won their conference championship. I have no problem with those two being in that's there. Fair. Yeah, and, that's and here's, fair. And here's my thing. Here's where I'll go next. Texas. I have no problem with Texas being in there. And people are like, oh, you're mad Georgia didn't make it. No, Georgia didn't deserve to make it. Georgia proved that they didn't get to go to the playoff because they lost Alabama now personally, and I believe I can show you several points throughout the game on Saturday, that Georgia was the better team, but Alabama made more better of their opportunities. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. Um, That being said, Texas had no problem with them getting in there. They should be at four, because Florida State literally, at a power five level, did exactly what Michigan and exactly what Washington did, and then basically got slighted, because uh, what was the guy named? Boo 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 Raggedy. What's the guy's Bruh. name at the plot? The- I don't I What's don't the guy's remember. Name. Let me- <laughs> What's the guy at the plot? Hold on,
0: let, let me pull
2: let me pull <laughs> that up Is these three over here. <laughs> God, I have I- no <laughs> <laughs> words for that. Is that is that one of the characters from To Kill
1: a Mockingbird? What is that? Boo Raggedy? <laughs> Boo raggedy? I do you think that is? <laughs> Wait, hang on, we need to check that. <laughs> Alright. I like, um, Boo like,
0: Corrigan. Boo Corrigan <laughs> was his name. He was the part of the uh, he was a CFP selection committee chair, and he was the one yeah. he was the one who said on ESPN College Game Day that uh, without that without Jordan and Travis, they are a different team. And that was pretty much the basis of his whole argument.
1: Okay, I, I, I got something yeah. for that. So okay. go ahead. Yeah. So Alabama Get that didn't going to say Alabama is a different team with Jalen Milrow, a quarterback. They had to struggle to beat Auburn. They'd have a miracle to come back and beat Auburn. Mm. They had to have several calls go their way. And then hope Georgia messed up in several ways to beat Georgia in the SEC championship game. So in that regard, Alabama is a different team as well. And Alabama didn't do what Florida State did, and that's one all their games. Exactly. Because here's, here's the thing, and correct me if I'm wrong. If the roles were reversed and Florida State went 12 and one, and Alabama was 13 and 0, they'd put Alabama in without a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. It shows that they yeah, have SEC bias. They have SEC bias. Yeah. Now I I understand that in saying that one of Georgia's national championships in the last couple of years we got in because. You know, we were an at-large team and we didn't win our conference championship. I understand that.
3: But the competition wasn't as but bad. But
1: that's the thing. The competition wasn't what it was this it year. Bad. There was a possibility yep. that there was four undefeated teams in the playoff. And the fact that of the four teams that are in the playoff, one of them or one of the undefeateds that was left is left out. It was a power five conference champion. That's wrong. They should be ashamed of the actions that they committed on Sunday because that is just wrong. It shows that. Why do we even play the games if you're not going to fairly judge everybody? And that's why you shouldn't yeah, yeah. judge at all. You yeah. should have playoff yeah. systems.
3: Yeah, I agree Coley. But Adam, you said something on Sunday that blew my mind. And like, you know, I, would, I want you to repeat it because that it basically told the whole story.
0: And for context here, Florida State fan, by the way, yes. is that We feel free so. like, Don't
4: run ahead. Yeah, I will clarify. I'm not like, honestly, I'm honestly not like a diehard by any means, right. but I'm I'm a Florida State fan, right? So just... The craziest thing I I don't understand. Right. Actually, here I'll, I'll go to what Chris was saying first. All right. I remember. I remember we watched. We were watching the the, uh, the selection show. Right. Yeah. At the bottom, they show like what they use for criteria. Exactly. Right? And I know. I, I, know I see, where he's going. I see I at the bottom there. This. I see at the bottom there. It says they they factor in injuries, and I'm like, for so first off, that's the first time I've ever I've ever seen that before. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Because right.
1: you know, like, if that was the case, was it that. ten years ago when Ohio State got in? They shouldn't yeah. have gotten in. Exactly. And we shouldn't have gotten in. Right. We right. third so I'm, I'm watching string, the show.
4: Right. I'm watching the show. I read that. And I'm like, I I know exactly where this is going. Considering they have to. Point this out, yeah. right? Then I know exactly they're, they're, they're where this Florida is going. Florida
1: State's about to get screwed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And no, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, and what, what I'll say about this is,
2: it's supposed to be the best four teams, and that's and not what happened. Well, I think it is because How? It, Florida State deserved to be in that. They did. They did deserve one that. of the four best teams. They deserved it, oh, but they not are like not one opinion. of the best four teams if Jordan Travis is not on the field. And that is not their fault, and they got screwed. And, Adam, I am so sorry for that, yeah, like, but they did not deserve to be in the playoffs. If you want
4: me if, – so if you want to be completely honest here, I feel like if they could have had a better like offensive performance in the in the Louisville game, I yeah. feel like we probably had a better chance of going yeah. in there because obviously defenses are really kept them in. I mean, they, they yeah. only let and, up six points to and Louisville. And this just
2: yeah. goes to show you that I loved the idea when they came up with the playoff, but it should have never been four teams. Absolutely. If no, it's not, not, not going to be 16, 16 be don't do it. This but should I, have been yeah. at the very least eight. No, 16. You it, got You got to have at least some parity because, there. 16. Because if you have five Power Five conference champions back in the day when Pac-12 decided that they were going to
1: still stay be around, around,
2: they yeah. were still going to be around. You have five conference champions no matter what, what their what record what is. And then you have three one. at-large teams. That's where a potential UCF comes in a few years ago whether maybe like this time around George is in. in there
1: yeah you yeah. have
2: 3 yeah. at large teams Four is not enough, it was never enough. No, I'm glad they're not. going to 12. Like
4: I, I remember me and Jalen last night actually we were looking at the uh, what would have been a twelve team bracket, and yeah. that was a really good bracket. Very com- it was yeah. competitive the whole way down. You know, limiting it to four just it sucks. It creates what happened this year, of course, right? So much controversy. Yeah, I, I, yeah, Alabama
3: yeah. Invitational. Yeah, yeah exactly. I would love yeah. to see Missouri in the play. But I think it's a good this, game. Though. If we're if we're gonna be honest. Now, the Florida State get screwed, absolutely. Was Florida State about to get their behinds whooped by Michigan? One hundred percent. Like, they would have gotten whooped either way because that's why Michigan was looking at it on the screen when they saw Alabama. They were like, "Oh, there goes our free win." But like, at the end of the day, that was not the playoffs, right? to take away what no, they have worked all that hard. I, I, that's, I do that's agree. It's right. a good way to put it. That's yeah. a good way to because, put like, it. Because, like, let's be real. They Were they going to lose, like, how Notre Dame got in Probably, a few years ago? Yeah. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. they would have gotten whooped. It, like, it wouldn't have been like, as bad yeah. as what but, Georgia did to TCU last year. Yeah. But yeah. It, we yeah. would have yeah. been not, more competitive. But we'll never yeah. know yeah. that now. Exactly. Like, we'll mm-hmm. never know that. But it's just, it's a shame. It is. But at the end of the day, I'm glad that it is expanding. At least this is the last year that we have to deal with. That type of yeah, hopefully, you know, hopefully, hopefully, this won't happen again. Further, is the yeah. Alabama. If you think invitation. it's not going to happen again with twelve teams, well, it's well, going well, to happen. That's like like why like I said hopefully. Wait for the first two win team to yeah. win a natty. Yeah, it, well, here's the, the
1: thing
2: with that: 12. with twelve teams, there will always be a team that everybody thinks that they should have made it that doesn't make it. There's always going to be the outliers. Exactly why you need to have
1: regulations like the NFL does, so that way that you can quit their. There's always going to be an outlier, but I would rather the
2: outlier be maybe like a two loss Kentucky team rather than an undefeated Florida State team or a one loss Georgia team that only lost that game by what was it, three points? Yes. By three. We have so many good teams this year that should be fighting for a championship, but the big issue is there's only four
4: spots. Exactly. Like, you know, going back to this whole four spot selection thing here you know of course one of the other criteria is strength of schedule right i don't understand i really don't understand how alabama's was ranked fifth their strength of the schedule was ranked fifth right yeah. and of course not saying they're, that they're, they're, trying good, them, but, they're
1: trying to give them are trying to give them some praise because they lost to texas earlier but this florida yeah. states was ranked 55th
4: yeah which honestly you know that kind of makes sense i would say it wasn't a super strong schedule but fifth for alabama is wild i mean here's they, my
1: here's my thing when you look at their out-of-conference schedule, I mean Florida State, in my opinion, had a tougher out-of-conference schedule. Now, in conference, obviously Alabama had a bit of a tougher schedule. Right. I don't think there's any. I don't think anyone would say that. Yeah, but when you look the at the teams that you have a choice in playing, look mm-hmm. at some of the teams outside of Texas. Who did Alabama play? South Florida, and here's the thing, I remember they struggled in that yeah. game. They yeah. Struggled. Yeah, they struggled. Exactly. I'm like, now who did Florida State play? They played LSU, who they throttled. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. Yep. throttled. That's yep. an SEC and then, opponent, and then yep. then they beat they beat two SEC opponents in Florida. Now I understand Florida's you know going through a down downgrade right now, down year. As you're
3: sitting next to a Florida fan,
1: yes, he He's well aware. of <laughs> yes. this. I'm, I'm well aware. Well, We're not even going is. to a bowl this year. But my thing is Alabama's biggest win, or, or sorry, biggest win. Their biggest out of conference thing right now is they lost to a a conference champion in the Big Twelve. Florida State didn't lose a game and they beat two SEC teams. Yeah, that's all mm-hmm. I'm
4: saying. Yeah, yeah. and, and you know the other short. thing talking about. Sorry, sorry Chris. Go the ahead. other thing talking about SEC here didn't um, ACC opponents have? weren't they six and four against the SEC this season? They were.
3: They were yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. My point. Just yeah, I, I feel for Florida, Florida State, State. You
1: did nothing wrong. The playoff committee is awful. I we said that. we
3: feel really bad for you. Hopefully y'all are. As good next year, and you guys got a chance to go compete for a netty next season because there's plenty of spots. And if you and if were playing
1: any, and if you were playing any other team in the country, I would be wanting you to throttle. But thirteen to one, here we go.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> so,
1: so what did so, you call it? The people's national championship. I call it the people's national championship.
3: It's the one everyone wanted to see. Yes. Oh my god. So if anything, so moving on. Now. I'll thanks. give also before we wrap that, Jack. I'm. We are very proud of you on behalf of all of us that you did not. God run from the conflict of the Wilson. Yeah, like Jalen. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I was, was like not man. in a
2: good mental
3: yeah. state hey, at that
0: time. I was yeah, not, the kid, not was in a was not. That's a the bit yeah. Jack
2: didn't get a cold open like a did, because he didn't run from it. Exactly. I actually got out ahead of it if you'll remember I was the first
4: one you
0: were out ahead of it. I was wallowing in my own self pity.
4: Yeah I, I remember you guys were telling me like uh Jalen yeah when when Ohio State lost Jalen did not respond. I I
0: Nice oh.
4: Dipped and I did not
0: come Adam, back until Adam, Adam, later do that night. I want to tell night. you
1: how long this man disappeared. I left the hotel to go commentate two basketball games at one thirty, and during the during the Michigan uh, Ohio State game. Okay, it was by the time I got back, had a meal, showered, got dressed for bed. It's like eight thirty before we hear from Jalen. I'm like, dude, it's seven hours. Like I I texted during the Georgia the Georgia Tech game of the. What? It was the Georgia Georgia yeah, taking exactly. game. That's right. when I responded. That's
3: my point.
4: Uh, dude, how long were you crying for? Did you just not respond for anything? I, no, I was crying. No, no, I
3: was was I mean, you got to put the Tyrese crying. even. Until I it was it was so bad. But, spe- but speaking of bowl games
0: um we're going to talk about now where is everyone's team in the postseason thoughts about the upcoming bowl matches now for me now for me and my buck guys for me and, hey, and my Kyle,
3: make sure you say yours really <laughs> out
0: loud
1: Kyle, Kyle, what's
2: yours what, what's yours real quick because you're, you're the quickest one so um what's yours i, I will be enjoying all the other bowl the match-ups. <laughs>
3: uh, that's that's at
2: the very They're least at least right i I don't have to watch my gators lose again yeah at least until
1: you know next year of course yeah
0: but for, for me my ohio state buckeyes we're playing missouri in the cotton bowl uh, on uh, december twentieth. i think that's gonna be they'll, they'll i'm so complete complete disappointed that that's gonna that gonna my down riff down of
3: saying enjoy the peach bowl did not come true yeah i am uh, so disappointed
0: so I, I think that's gonna be a good matchup that probably goes down to either a one possession game or score differential by three the next one we're talking about this is between adam and jack as the, the five People's as the five and national, six Champions Champions. national F- championship F- fsu versus georgia in the orange bowl one of the new york six how do you guys how do you guys think this game is gonna go
1: i mean i'll let
4: adam go first honestly i'm not i'm not 100 sure because especially without course it is it is a fact obviously not having jordan travis but right. you know i want to I, I would really like to see how force plays in this game because it'll be kind of a tell Cause honestly, I, I agree agree, Chris. I don't know if they're beating Michigan if they want to the playoff, right? right? But this can this can be a tell how they play against one of the you know top teams. You know, I'm right. uh, I'm not sure how it's gonna go. They're really gonna have to probably you know get Benson going if they want to have a chance. Right. You know. But
1: I will I will say this. Uh, I think Georgia will win, and I've checked some of the uh, the chats in the Georgia fan bases. They think that the they're gonna get they're gonna throttle Florida State, and, and to that I would say you, you're absolutely delusional. Because I mean. There's something that Florida State did this year that Georgia did not. Yeah. And that's win all their games thus far. So, by taking it lightly, that's that's not going to help the Bulldogs at, at all. Do I think Georgia's a little bit better than Florida State? Yes, because, you know, obviously Travis not being there it does not help Florida State, but I still think Florida State's a good team. Yeah, I think Georgia's going to win, but I think it's a very close game. I think yeah. what
3: this kind of reminds me of is like I can't remember what year it was that Georgia missed the playoff, and they had like that's been a mid. few years, Chris. Well, like, you got to I mean, be more specific. Like, I know but like <laughs> they had like missed it, but like they were like five or like six, like they had like <laughs> mid, like just they were just outside
2: the year that they should have been in,
3: right? That, year, that that was that the year, they year that we in, was like, potentially going to get Georgia Alabama three, right. And it was like I think it was like they played in the Sugar Bowl, and I think like they like lost that game or something like that.
1: Um, you talking about when we played Texas? Yeah, yeah, that was twenty nineteen. Yeah, I was gonna say 19. yeah because we ran into LSU, and that that is one of the few times I ever watched the Georgia game. that I wasn't even mad that we lost. I was like watching that twenty nineteen because LSU steam that. that and also,
3: that's a great it, extra. Was, about one of the greatest college was, football it was teams ever. Most,
1: it, it is the best team in my lifetime, and I believe the second best team of this millennium. That team.
3: Yeah, that would be a great extra. So, the, so the and last and bowl game all...
0: I want to talk about with Chris over here, Let's your Blue Duke, your Duke Blue Devils are facing against Troy in the '76 Birmingham. Minus okay. Mike how do you think? How, how do you feel about that? Oh uh,
3: man, I'm proud of my Duke Blue Devils to not being just known as a basketball school. It is it is quite nice to see them in a bowl game. Uh, fun fact: the last time that I can remember, like really caring for Duke football like that, because you know we haven't been that good, but. The last time I went to see them play against Georgia Tech in Atlanta and I was sitting the second row from the end zone in the south corner and their quarterback at the time would be Giants legend Daniel Jones and danny Durp, yeah danny D- <laughs> little did i know that he would be a first round quarterback it's just like you know i think a lot of us thought that chris i don't think mm-hmm. anyone yeah. yeah. like, like, like talking to him after the game because like they were in you know celebrating with the ground because i was sitting in the duke section and they were like oh, i mean it didn't strike me as like oh he's gonna be a first like cool nfl quarterback let alone a first rounder so You know, that was like the last time I really cared for him. But I'm proud of my Duke Blue Devils. I wish we could have knocked off UNC because, you know, UNC deserves to just the burn internally. I hate USA. <laughs> Golly! Um, I, write, I didn't even say that about Alabama. Oh my so, god! So I think <laughs> that, listen, UNC is the University of Spoiled Children. They are like they are like USC on steroids. You I was gonna to, say, wouldn't University of Spoiled Children be USC? Chris? They would be, but the U, UNC is like the USC of the South. Like UNC is full of the most spoiled of the brat. Southeast coast. Yeah, that's where all Jordan fans live. They just like, oh my god, I love Michael Jordan, and I'm like, you, you spell Michael Jordan like I can't with that. <laughs>
2: um, listen we're about to wrap this show up this is our last show of the semester Yeah, man. The um, we
3: appreciate year. all yeah, of definitely. y'all that have listened to us all nine
1: of you out there oh, we, yeah, appreciate, your we support. appreciate it we
3: appreciate yeah, we it we de- we definitely appreciate man. the support we got support. big things coming yeah, spring semester but it's about to be honestly getting ready to start 2024 is the yeah. last dance for many of us Uh Jack you're graduating in the spring so I know yes. that we uh,
1: somehow you're graduating in the spring too no I'm graduating <laughs> fall I'm fall yeah me and Chris yeah Chris are out the yeah, fall. Oh, out, man, you got same. delayed again the red shirt senior over here All right. oh buddy yeah. red shirt wow <laughs> yeah. man but, but listen for I mean, me I don't think
3: you guys have issues with you know, your red shirts it hasn't gotten you guys anything so far oh Oh boy. Well, that, that, that is how okay. we're going to yeah, end, end the show, man. We appreciate all of y'all that listen to us, uh, all three, four, five of you that listen to it and repeat it. But um, we thank y'all, man. And, and remember, man, if you can't take the eight, what makes you think you can survive the inferno? We love y'all. Y'all have a great holiday season. Merry Don't Christmas. You, yeah, Happy man. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Christmas. Happy Don't holidays. Happy New Year and welcome to 2024. And um, as always, uh, go birds and go Blazers and uh, go Craig. Tell the people something. Bye Felicia. Mayor Croods.